Spelt Lore is only made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. If you would like to donate, please go to speltlore.com slash money, please, or patreon.com slash speltlore. Uh, and if you go there, you'll get a bunch of bonus content, too, which is nice. It's good bonus content. I work really fucking hard on it. <laughs> Gather round, friends, let me tell you a tale of three heroes, noble and bold. A brute, a druid, and a thief who is but nine years old. You know them by name, you know them by deed, their quests are famously daring. So here I sit, singing to you an adventure that is worth sharing. Tuck is the brute who knows not his home, he loves to sing and fight. Vigor's half-elf, he shifts his shape and wields a spear with great pride. Billy's a thief, his tiny size does mask the largest heart. Best and brightest, they may not be, but their friendship outweighs their smarts. So gather up. Oh, <laughs> still doing. No. Duolingo. Oh, you're still doing Duolingo? <laughs> no, I'm not. Okay. About to start. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Spout Lore. I'm your game master, Sean O'Hara, and joining me as always. <laughs> Playing Tacoma Dome, the Barbarian, Abdul Aziz. Hello. <laughs> playing Ving, the Half-Elf Druid, Ball Oppers. Hola. Playing Fat Billy, the Halfling Thief, Jessica Ty. Hi, everyone. Paul is still doing his Duolingo. Stop doing it. <laughs> I will. <laughs> Once he finishes this lesson. When last we left our heroes, they took to shore, meeting the goblins of Goblin's Bath during their mating season, a.k.a. Spring Break 2006. Uh, we met the... <laughs> He's actively doing Duolingo right now. gotta <laughs> stop doing it. I am stopped doing it. <laughs> I'm next to you. I haven't heard the ding which means he's doing poorly. He's no. This means his lesson's gonna take fucking forever. <laughs> Yay! Papa. <laughs> well done, Paul. Uh, we met Bob and Midge, Arctic Goblin elders, crowned as they were with the salts of the Goblin Bath. Mm-hmm. Due to the uh, unusual physiology of the uh, Arctic Goblins, which involves them expelling excess salt through their noses which uh, crowns their skulls over time so cool and that leads us to the next revelation after being asked if they can help hide the boat goblin elder bob got up from his deck chair next to the pool (laughs) (laughs) and with a wave of his hands and much grunting caused the, the clear water to vanish yeah uh it turns out that the goblins here have some sort of limited mastery over magic Due to their lifestyle, living deep, deep in those magical Arctic waters. Pretty cool. Consuming them, consuming the salt, and uh, wreathing themselves in it. So cool. The party was then informed via Billy having a conversation with a skimboarder that uh, their intense, intense kindness and hospitality is primarily or exclusively due to the fact that mating season is considered a kind of neutral time where everybody gets together and is cool and helpful and nice. But once mating season is over, all bets are off. They turn into monsters again. They, they, yeah. they do their, they go back to their old feuds. They start fighting and scrapping. They attack uh, people for their goods. Like they live the regular old lifestyle that we have seen in goblins uh, in the principalities at the very least. So we have eight days <laughs> yeah. to get, get to the tower and back. Look, it's hard up in the north. You can't be passive. You got to take what you need up here. The party hopped onto the Thunderbirds and uh, took to the skies, heading towards Adernak Allwaters Tower. Billy lost all the food, 
opened a bag and it all flew out the bag. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's like the marshmallow yeah. experiment, but yeah. with a bag of fucking fish. It's all gone. <laughs> the second we ascended, I asked, I asked Tuck, uh, are we there yet? And he said no. And then I was like... <laughs> We may never get there. <laughs> I'm opening this bag right now. Yeah. Oh yeah, Billy. There, yeah. Billy collected a bunch of beach glass oh, and yeah. found in the glass uh, an obsidian knife. So cool, a small paring knife sized it. blade with a bronze handle. I'm gonna write it down so I don't forget. Uh, the party took to the skies, traveling on the backs of Cloud Piercer and Gale uh, towards Adernak Allwaters Tower, seeing on their way a jagged peak emerging from the snow and at the top of the peak a creature known as a liar wolf a massive canine capable of mimicking its surroundings mm-hmm. and known for their intense pride uh said to be a curse from an old god forcing them to live a life of solitude uh ving decided hey let's go see if this wolf knows what the dealio is so he uh, fell backwards off a bird and landed in front of the wolf knowing that their pride was their defining character trait turned into a wolf of similar size, but made of the moon howled and rolled around on his back showing how cool the other wolf was. Yeah. Really made himself a beta. Yeah. Yeah. And it worked. Yeah. Thus becoming the alpha. (laughs) (laughs) The true alpha is the beta of the alpha and asked if he knew of Adernak Allwater's tower to which the wolf replied, I do. And that is where we find ourselves now, Ving. Would you be willing to take me and my friends? The wolf returns to his regal position. Now you having proven how much of a beta you are, <laughs> how, how willing you are to cuck yourself in front of this mighty wolf. Ving's eyes are darting side to side. <laughs> oh God, I hope Tuck's not listening to this. <laughs> yeah. We all have the we all been, have the rings on. Yeah, <laughs> he's literally not just twirling the ring on his finger. Fuck, fuck, fuck. They heard all of that. Um, he says, "I will show you the way. In return, you must offer me a shame." What? <laughs> Whoa! Tell me of your most shameful moment, so that I may know that I am better than you. Uh, uh, Oh, so there's so few things to choose from, he says, twirling a <laughs> ring on his finger. He he holds up a paw. One shame will do. Uh, Ving tells the wolf the tale of uh, years and years ago when he was looking for his father, came upon an encampment of this, um, they're called the Frenzy, and they were like a subgroup uh, of his father, like used them. They're almost like uh, kind of berserker types. Oh, mm-hmm. And um, was uh, wanted information from them. And in this time was very, this is right after he found out about his dad killing his mom. And he turned into a polar bear and murdered. Whoa. I, I thought it was just there for intimidation. They fought and he uh, uh, went out them with white hot rage and killed a lot of these frenzy Whoa. warriors. And Whoa. it was very awful, terrifying. Aww. That sucks. Yeah. Bloody. Thing, and he's always felt a lot of shame about that because he was just trying to get information and he realized that oh no mm-hmm. I'm the bad guy here and uh, the wolf listens to this and <clears throat> raises himself up <laughs> you see his like fur bristling a little bit and he licks his paw he says yes pathetic 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> These wolves suck. <laughs> Very well. I will show you the way. He's done the same thing, but he just didn't ever feel bad about it. That's the part that he's like, <laughs> yes. that's the shameful part is that you were like regretted Ex- murdering exactly, men. Exactly. Totally. <laughs> yeah. You took the life of those lesser than you and that is why you shame. That is your shame. Shame on your shame. <laughs> the strong destroy the weak. It is the way of life. Okay. Yeah. But because you have cucked yourself so before me. <laughs> I will show you the way to the glacier. Come back to us for a second. Yeah. Billy and I are just doing Cat's Cradle on the back of Gale. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Billy reaching his little hands into the yeah. middle of the thing to go whoop. Oh, you did it. I did it. <laughs> Only like after 14 tries. What are you doing? Nothing. I can't see. <laughs> I can't see it. She's turning in circles. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Gail is so intrusive. It's hilarious. I love that she's so intrusive. She's able to break into mental connections. (laughs) She's so forceful. Gail force. Gail force. The only thing she does it for is uh, to get attention. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Gail's so funny. Uh, Yeah. So that is what the wolf says. He is willing to show you the way to the glacier. Thank you. Do not thank me. It does not become you. Uh, I am great. Yes. One day you may believe that. I'm super top of the world. Too much. Reel it back a little bit. I'm better than you. Well, now hold on, son. (laughs) I am uh, the tundra come alive. I am the cave made flesh. I am the howling winds and the biting cold. Amazing. That's amazing. Thank you. I've been practicing. You You have a lot of practice time. Look at my fur as it changes colors. That's great. And he moves back and forth and he changes <laughs> colors. That is one thing. If you're like up against like environments, it's shockingly hard to see these things. Like you can see their eyes glint sometimes, but that's pretty much it. Wow. wow. So cool. The one thing that the lyre wolf cannot mimic is the blue sky of day. Oh. That is our curse. Why is that? Who cursed you? What is your shame? Our shame is that when the moon came to earth and waged war on men, the wolves refused her call. That's sick. So cool. Oh my god. It was cool. <laughs> so did she like banish them to the night? Oh my we god. Were, we were can ne- we land so we can have this conversation with her? Can tell your friends to come down <laughs> Guys, here. it's cool. I'll just say you're done with the ring. That's what we're saying from above. Did she banish you? <laughs> Just like, like woof, 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 yeah. Woof. So Ving, you relay back to Cloud Piercer that the Thunderbirds can bring everybody else down, and they make a big, wide arcing turn through the air before alighting on the cliffside. And uh, Maggie hops down with uh, Tuck and Billy, and Perel falls onto the snow face first <laughs> and gets up rubbing both his calves really fast. It's like, his calves. <laughs> Yeah, he's rubbing his calves. Okay. <laughs> They're asleep. My calves are asleep. I'm going to work on my thighs after my calves. <laughs> uh, and Billy and Tuck, you see Ving standing in front of this like huge cave mouth. And 
It takes you a second to realize what you're looking at, but he's also standing in front of a gigantic wolf. Holy fuck. It was a, a time of blood and oh. a time of strife. So your howling is a wailing. It is a call, a kinning, an apology. Us begging the moon to allow us back into her embrace. Whoa, cool. But mm. it is not to be. <laughs> and he turns his head away and he looks into the corner of his cave. We must bear our shame until the moon itself is destroyed. The other moon. There's a destroyed moon already. <laughs> but the other one someday. Vink does his best to not look anything like the moon. <laughs> no, I like it. I have not spied the moon's light for many, many moons. Are you guys not allowed to look at the moon? We cannot perceive her glory. What, you can't see it? No, it is our curse. Whoa. That's cool. It is cool. <laughs> so goth. Thank you. We are tragic creatures. <laughs> I started off being like, this guy's going to be really serious, yeah. but the f- voice is too fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's so fun. <laughs> well, the guy started having like Jordan Peterson vibes right at the gate, but this is a lot more accessible in all honesty. <laughs> and I just say cuck because it's such a funny word to say. <laughs> So, you wish to go to the tower? Mm-hmm. What seek you here? The wizard. Uh, the wizard. If I could spit, I would. I understand that is what humans do when they are disgusted. Why don't you like wizards? The foul magics of the wizards revolt me and my kind. Magic is to flow through the earth. Through the sky, through the clouds, in the dirt. Not to be worked by mortal men. Ooh. Cool. So can you use magic too? What thinks you make this possible? And he disappears in front of a rock wall. Where'd he go? <laughs> Where'd he go? And he opens his eyes. I am here. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. He's so good at hiding. Wow. I am much better than all of you at it. Except you mighty birds, I respect your, your, um, what's the fuck? I, (laughs) hold on. Language, fella. (laughs) I respect your inferiority to me because the cloud is your domain and you look like the cloud and that's pretty cool. (laughs) But still, pathetic. What is your name? I need not a name. I am one and all. I am thought. I am action. I am victory. Victor. <laughs> Sick. Yeah. <laughs> the ball named him instantly. Victor. Your name's yeah. Victor. Your name's Victor now. <laughs> no, it is not Victor. Okay. <laughs> so, there are ways to this place, many. We go over land across the Great White. Dangerous for all but me. I am the best. Okay. <laughs> or we go below into the tunnels. The old ice dig through the heart of the earth. Whoa. Whoa. That sounds cool, dude. It's safer for body, but not for mind. Well, we don't have those, so. Yeah, we're all pretty <laughs> stupid. Minus one mind. Yeah. <laughs> How close are we? How many days travel? For me? 
<laughs> Nothing. Okay. okay. For you, 1.5, maybe two. Okay. Okay. That is a long time, kind of. Two days there, two days back, that's four days. That only gives us... Yeah, I would give you give you four days to fuck around in the tower. Okay. Hopefully you're not held longer than that. Okay, so... So either overland... Is fast but dangerous. Okay. Many kinda, threats in the tundra. There's many threats back at the beach. Yes. There's goblins. There's yeah. so oh, many threats. Oh, the goblins. Oh. <laughs> yeah? Oh. Have you seen them? Yes, their flesh is disgusting. Yeah, and they are going at it they like crazy right now. They stink of magic. Ugh. Don't you have magic, though? He's different. Okay. <laughs> He's different. I'm just, it's kind of hard to pin down your ideology. It's and kind of all over the place. Oh, really? You meet me for first time and have five-minute conversation, expect to understand everything about. Okay. This is why you're pathetic. Okay, that's fine. Your accent's all over the place, too. Look, I'm trying, okay? <laughs> What was it's more like this, more like right? Am I doing kind of? Oh no, it's pretty. It's good. It's okay, good. I just wanted, just wanted to make sure I wasn't getting too far away from my cars. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so across the tundra, across the great white. Oh man, what do you guys? Let's talk. Okay. Underground would be kind of cool it for be, sure. Yeah. Time. It takes more time. Yeah. And then we don't get the birds. We'd have to leave the birds anyway, I think, if we went into the tower, even yeah. if we got from air. I also I think the excuse of that we, we could be seen coming in by land or air yeah. makes sense. We could find other cool magic stuff on the way if we go underground. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And honestly, like... Gail's getting pretty handsy in a yeah. very confusing way. I don't want to get into how she's getting handsy okay. or why it's confusing to me. <laughs> and he's like, he's saying this to you guys in secret. He's like, I just kind of want a break from Gail. And it's just, I know the tunnels are more dangerous for our minds and it will take a little bit longer, but like, I kind of want to break from Gail. <laughs> Yeah, let's take the tunnels. Okay. Don't tell her that I said that because she'll get weird about it. She can hear you in my mind. <laughs> okay, to the tunnels. Let's do it. The tunnels? Okay, say your goodbyes, your pathetic goodbyes, and then meet me at Mouth of Tunnel Cave. Okay, dude. <laughs> I will go steal myself alone. Sorry, that was too much. I will go steal myself alone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> It is my curse. And then he goes and walks into the cave. Uh, so I hug the birds goodbye. Goodbye, small Billy. Goodbye. And bye. I, bye. And I throw my bird seed on the ground. <laughs> and they both go, <laughs> and start pecking at it. Oh my God, you've had this the whole time? Billy, you had this the whole time? Yes, for when you landed. Oh my God, there's a caraway in here. <laughs> <laughs> Should we meet you at the tower or wait for your return here? Oh, maybe meet us there. We might need a quick extraction. Hmm. Very well. Yeah. I'll call you. And he nods. We will fly high, high above the clouds, far from any sight. And we will come when you need us. <laughs> we will arrive when you need us. <laughs> okay. And they take a couple awkward bird steps back on the cliffs. Yeah. And extend their wings and yes. woof into the skies. Yeah, Billy falls over from the force of the wind. <laughs> Billy's rolled Whoa. backwards. Yeah. Billy comes up like a little snowball because yeah. he got rolled across. 
Justin. Yeah. yeah, just a hand, hand, foot, foot. Yeah. I love it when they do that. <laughs> and you go and you meet Victor in the cave. Pretty classic wolf cave. Skeletons and shit. Mostly animal. Mostly animal. Okay. Scary. There's like a, a huge skeleton that Ving you would recognize as like a rhinoceros. Whoa. Whoa. Uh, did you hunt that yourself? I did. Wow. Wow. The beasts of the tundra are very dangerous, but they are no match for me. You're so strong and swift and invisible. It is my curse. Uh, this is a caribou that I also killed. Cool. <laughs> he's, wow. he's giving you a tour of all <laughs> <Yes>. his bones. <laughs> this is about 50 to 60 small foxes. Wow. There's so many furs. There are. I like the way it feels. <laughs> and this is a whale. How did you kill a whale? How do you think I killed a whale? You drowned it? I found it. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and I so. brought it back to my cave. Wow, you're so strong. I, I was going to say, it was here when I got here. <laughs> <laughs> this might have been Whale's Cave first. <laughs> <laughs> and he leads you to the back of the cave, and it starts going down into the rock. Cool. Oh, cool. These tunnels were dug long ago by I know not what, but they connect many places in the north. Can I use Belt Lore to try and figure out who built these tunnels? Yeah, totally. I, ha I have a negative one intelligence, but I also have Fount of Knowledge. So can I take a plus one? Right, that's one? the one if nobody else knows. Yeah. Okay, then yeah, totally. And he literally just said, I know not who built this camp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got me. You, you, you buttonholed me on that. Yeah, I'll buttonhole you tonight, dude. <laughs> 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 oh man i can't wait bro wow. no wonder we're not doing a fourth episode <laughs> <laughs> gotta get some buttonholing done i gotta save some of my energy for buttonholing tonight okay 2d6 plus intelligence plus okay. one guys try and bless these dice so bless. that bless bless here we go for smart things five wow <laughs> Come on. okay so uh, so it, it, the one thing that you do know is that it doesn't seem like these were carved. Okay. As you start to enter the tunnels, like like they're naturally formed. They seem to be naturally formed. They're old waterways. That makes sense. Oh. So the tunnels, as you're descending, like you basically go through stone, and then you enter into what seems to be like ice, mm. like solid ice. Blue, clear, dark. Uh, yeah, blue, clear, and dark. Kind of ripply, maybe. Like, so it, it seems like there aren't like tool marks or anything like that. Like these were naturally formed likely or some process you don't understand. Yeah. Maybe grown. Could be. Mm. Could be. Uh, and you begin walking down the tunnels. Vic leading the way. I assume that you all have your various light sources. I was going to say it's so dark down here, but I always forget. Ooh, I like you have the, 50 sources of light. The light yeah. goes into the ice. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm thinking. It like yeah. glows yeah. and yeah. bounces yeah. off. Illuminating like designs and like lines and things. If somebody the, goes around a corner, it's really cool to see through the yeah. light through the ice. And you can, see, you, can kind of, you can see your own reflections like refracted through the ice. Oh, cool. Yeah. If he stops for a second, just give him a little pep talk after all that shaming he did <laughs> from the wolf. Just like, you know you're you're pretty cool, dude. <laughs> Giving himself a bit. You got this. You got this, bro. Don't let that wolf get to you. <laughs> so yeah, what do you guys do? You're just walking along. That's it. Said it's going to be 1.5 to two days. 
I'd like to discern realities to see if there's any faster way we can do so. I was thinking of doing some sort of sledge or some slide. Is there any a- inclination to this? Can we sled? Oh, or can we turn this into a giant tube ride? That oh. would be ideal if we could take an inner tube down this tunnel. Like a sled dog sort yeah. of situation? Like dog. We oh, can make yeah. something. Uh, yeah, you don't have to roll for that necessarily. You, If you could convince Victor to drag you, he could probably go faster if he would. It's hard to say if he would. Uh, hey, Victor, I bet you couldn't pull us through here. Yeah. Yeah. 2d6 plus charisma. Nine. Uh, yeah, I'll help. And Untuck is like, yeah, man, dude, we're way too fucking buff and big. I'm in a bulk phase. I'm kind of huge. No one could pull me. And I'm a simple cuck. Yeah. <laughs> and he's got the fattest cuck ever. Because Tuck doesn't know what that word means. Yeah. <laughs> plus bond. Uh, nine. Okay, nice. that makes it a 10. Woohoo! So you say, I bet you couldn't pull us, and Vic stops and turns around and says, what did you say? I'm just saying. Of course I could. Uh-huh. Don't even finish your sentence. You're foolish to think I couldn't pull you. But could you even pull us all the way? I mean. Oh, I could pull you to the fucking stars and back. No fucking way. So far. I don't have to prove myself to you, but just in case I had to prove myself, maybe I'd do this. Maybe i say get a rope out. Rope. And maybe i say get like a bag or something. <laughs> i lay down some furs. <laughs> okay. Then hold on to the rope. Yeah, okay. And if I had to do it, I would do it like this. This is never going to work, guys. (laughs) And he takes it in his mouth. There's no way. Only the strongest wolf ever would be able to do this. Hold on to your ass, idiot. (laughs) And he starts to run. And he's dragging you guys along. And you're zipping down this tunnel. Great. Whoa. Can can we discern realities as like we're zipping through? Absolutely. Yeah. Ooh. 2d6 plus wisdom. I got a six. <laughs> nice. Okay. So. Uh, oh, wait. Could we help? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Help. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. you can help. Uh, I like, I want to help Billy look around while we're being ripped through it by just yeah. holding him steady. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I, I was about to fly off. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's like really a, hard to yeah. look around. Like a steady, steady cam. cam. Yeah. <laughs> just holding his head in place. Yeah. I'm like a GoPro. Yeah. <laughs> just attach him to my yeah. head. <laughs> Eight. Eight. Woo-hoo. Okay. So that makes it a seven and nine, which means you get one question from the list. Awesome. I want to know what here is not what it appears to be. Hmm. Are Maggie and Perot with us? Uh, yeah, I guess they would be. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Perot, do you feel anything down here? Um, it feels like like electric. Yeah, that's an interesting question. I guess he probably would, but only a little bit, because it like the time that he was like, "Oh man, I'm really connected to this stuff," was when he was like drunk on the mm-hmm. the magic booze. Mm-hmm. But he's just like, "Yeah, I'm. I feel something, just like." Ugh, you know like ugh. and he's just like gripped onto tuck's waist like he's a terrified <laughs> teenager riding a moped with his friend so what's the orientation on this sledge it's me with perel behind uh-huh. me and then M- maggie behind perel uh-huh. and uh, ving in the front yeah, yeah. he's got one foot up on the rope that's attached to the wolf he's okay. like standing there like that <laughs> so billy on the back B- billy's uh wrapped around tuck's form yeah yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Rope and then tuck is holding onto ving's leg yeah perfect <laughs> perfect yeah can't it's like the cover of this. star wars yeah. basically yeah exactly <laughs> so yeah you are fucking ripping ass through this tunnel and you look around into the ice and you start seeing like images 
and the images resolve into landscape. Like you see the snowy white tundra, you see this barren land. And, uh, as you continue through the tunnels, you take quite a deep dip, like down through, and you see the, the colors in the ice change and the light refract in different ways. Oh yeah. He's like, he's running through. Yeah. Yeah. He's like doing like the skids up yeah. the sides. I was picturing yeah. that too. That yeah. I mean like, whoa, yeah. 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 Times. and you see the images around you like shift and change. You see days, months, years pass the sun rise and set the coronet reforms into a moon and shatters Whoa. again. Whoa. And armies march across the tundra blood as far as the eye can see. And it's just, there's so much happening around you. Look, this is the history of this place written in the ice. Wow. Billy's having like war flashbacks right now. Yeah. Whoa. Steal your mind. This is time itself. You are but the stone in the river of ages. Whoa. My God, this wolf comes out with some cool shit for such a weirdo. <laughs> uh, so everybody's going to, as you're like all looking into these images, you feel your mind trying to like reckon with all of the things that you're seeing. You're like fighting madness kind yeah, of. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was imagining almost it almost like as we were running, we would yeah. get flashes. It would be like tunnel and then flash to like yes. a different time and yeah. then flash, flash, flash until it's like just continuous. Like we're not really in the tunnel anymore. And like we feel ourselves being stretched across the entirety of yeah. all of history. This is a real well, Willy Wonka in the tunnel. Right. Yeah. Yes. The there's no, there's yeah. no earthly way of knowing which yeah. direction we are yeah. going. Yeah. That's what the wolf is saying. There's no earthly. The snozzberries taste like snozzberries. <laughs> Uh, so everybody's gonna have to roll something. Yeah, okay. Constitution. Tell I'd me say. how yeah. you're. Tell me how you're trying to. Yeah, deal with this onslaught of mental stress. You have to stay like present, basically. Mm. So it's a lot of like, all right, I can feel this, I can smell this, mm -hmm. so I know I'm here. I'm not actually back then. Yeah, I would say that's because it's the sensory kind of stat. I'd say that's two d six plus wisdom. Sure. Yeah, because you're dealing with your PTSD from the war. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, you see, like, battles that you fought. Like, you immediately recognize battlefields as, like, I was there. Mm -hmm. You might be in the imagery here. Yeah. Oh, maybe, yeah. That'd be cool. Ten. Oh, hell yeah. And, yeah, you, you do a, a body scan, basically. I basically do a body scan. <laughs> yeah. What's your, like, three things you can see, two things yeah, you can smell? Yeah, like, I can smell corn chips and Tuck's beard. <laughs> He's got a lot of perfume in his beard, I think, from Victoria. It's beard oil. <laughs> it's also to cover up the corn chips. Yeah. <laughs> I can, I can, I can smell Tuck's forehead, and I can feel Tuck's forehead. I'm on Tuck's forehead. I'm on Tuck's forehead. So sweaty. <laughs> I think it's my sweat. And you, you, <laughs> our sweats are one. Yeah. And you do away with these images. You accept the events that you took part in, and then you file them away in the infinite memory palace of Billy's mind. Thing. Yes. Time is a fleeting thing and your friends around you they'll come and go what are you gonna have when you're all alone i i, I was thinking that ving's maybe just gonna give into it a little bit Ooh, ride it out yeah this is a real this too shall pass moment for him yeah absolutely wisdom yeah 2d6 yeah. was wisdom oh no yeah i failed Jesus i got fuck. six total so that makes sense because i tried to just not fight it yeah, yeah totally so uh, maybe ving gets a little uh, loopy in this tunnel oh, yeah. yeah just getting overwhelmed by the isolation of like knowing that you will be alone again one day uh yeah eons unfold before you blossoming like a flower the infinite reach of time 
pupils dilating into moons. Yeah. My pupils go white. As the Whoa. moon Oh, as cool. the moon as the moon has endured for millennia and will endure for millennia more, so shall you. Oh, there's the phases of the moon are crossing over my eyes as the lights are changing in there. And you see time passing. You see the time going forward. Forward and forward and forward. Hundreds of millions of years. Till eventually the earth itself falls away. Mm-hmm. All that remains is the moon. I'm, I look down and I'm standing, but not with feet, with roots. I'm rooted Ooh. as a tree on the moon. Tuck and Billy, you see this. As Ving is like stock still in front of you, uh-huh. you see roots descend from his long gray hair Whoa. and start to crawl down his body. And you see them start reaching towards the ice. Whoa. Whoa. Uh, take my little obsidian dagger. Ooh, yeah. Sick. What do you do with it? Um, I hand it to Tuck. It's, just, it's miniature in your hands. <laughs> it looks a lot bigger in my hands. Uh, can I use an ear for magic to figure out how to stop this? Yeah, yeah, I think so. When you hear an enemy cast a spell, the GM will tell you the name of the spell and its effects. Take plus one forward when acting on the answers. Right, so we basically just talk about what it is because we don't have yeah. named spells. So what is happening to Ving right now? What's happening is that Ving is losing it. It's the effect that the tunnels are having on him, and that is causing him to react in a way that is attempting to like root himself in the right now. Okay. But literally. My okay. corporeal form, my my earthly yeah. sense is trying to The vessel root. of Ving is yes. trying to be like, we are unmoored. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to take root. Exactly. Mm, yeah. But what that would mean is stopping this sled dead. Yeah. Losing the wolf, maybe. Victor's going really fast. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what do you do? I take the obsidian knife that Billy gave me and I stab Ving so he can feel <gasps> oh, his body. Okay. Nice. Yeah, that works great. Uh, My boner goes away immediately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I also was thinking of that crystal baby. Yes. <laughs> I've got wood. Yeah. Uh, 2d6 plus dexterity. I take Billy's knife and I try and give you like a little nick on the arm to, to like wake you back up. Because I was like, I was saying your name and you couldn't hear me. Shaking me doesn't do anything. Yeah. Ving. Yeah. Ving. Four. <laughs> Shit. Okay. Nice. Okay. Uh, yeah, so you can roll a d10. Ten. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, I have two armor. So uh, eight. Eight, yeah. And you take eight damage as Tuck reaches forward to give you this little cut on the arm and is jolted forward a little bit by the sled. Mm-hmm. And just stabs you in the like the tricep. Shit! And thankfully, it's only a little paring knife, so it's in and out. But you were like brought back to the real world so quickly oh by the God. searing pain in your bicep. It took like, sorry, you stabbed me. <laughs> you were going crazy, dude. <laughs> oh, I'm going crazy. <laughs> just fucking stabbed me on the roller coaster. Yeah, Ving, you look down and you see these roots on your body start to dry and wither and fall away. Did I have dreads for a second? What was going on? Yeah, I was giving it to you to cut the dreads off. <laughs> it talks like I couldn't hear you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry too. Why'd he stab Ving? It's a whole Meg. situation up here. Uh... Tuck, you take this, now that you've, you're dealing with bleeding Ving, you kind of give the knife back to Billy and you start looking around and you see all this time start to pass. How does Tuck 
manage this. I think that it starts flashing faster and faster, and he feels like the tunnel stretch out to infinity. The end of the tunnel is just a burning tree. Oh! It's, he can see, like, the path that he is on in time. Everything terminates at the burning tree, no matter where he goes. Mm. So how's he dealing with that? I think he's just doing what he always does, which is like the unencumbered, unharmed thing. Oh, the unbowed, unbent, unbroken? Right. Unbowed, unbent, unbroken. Uh, When you prepare yourself to endure some hardship without fighting back, roll plus con on a hit, you either take half the damage or you can completely ignore one other ill effect. On a 10 plus, you defeat, expose, or frustrate your oppressor with your stubbornness. Mm -hmm. So I guess... I, I'm looking, I guess I'm looking directly at the burning tree and I'm just going like, it's fine. Mm -hmm. It's fine. You always knew it was going to end somehow. Mm -hmm. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. Okay. Roll it. 2d6 plus constitution. Nine. Nine. Okay. I want to aid. Okay. He's just aiding by being beside him. Yeah. Nice. And being present. 2d6 plus bond. Six. Okay, not so good. Not so good. (laughs) Unless we want to try a bond (laughs) on aid on an aid. So I can aid his aid? We've done this before. Yeah, we did at the end of season six. It happens so rarely, though. I think this is a weird internal thing. It's not a big mechanic. Yeah. Ten. Okay. So ten makes Ving's failure a seven. Yes. Tuck, your vision is filled with the burning tree. Mm -hmm. It refracts and mirrors and reflects through the ice everywhere you look until you're just surrounded by hundreds thousands burning trees everywhere you look it is like essentially the entire universe to me Mm -hmm. is this tree on fire but with the strength of the people that you found in your life you're able to even if just for a moment face this vision head on Mm -hmm. and you look directly into the burning tree into your foretold doom and you see standing beneath the burning branches another and that spell is the last thing you see <laughs> gone from your sight i want to spell lore in the burning tree before it goes a away shadow of <laughs> a person not, not a how silhouette? visions work buddy not how visions work yeah. fuck but what if that is how they work <laughs> interesting 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 yeah. theory sean you hear me out yeah. we're all making all of this up <laughs> so spout lore wouldn't make sense okay because this is a portent of some kind Mm -hmm. discern realities also wouldn't make sense because it's like a flash of a of like a fragment of time you know it's not really a thing you could like examine just tell me what this what the like other figure looked like it looks like a person does it look like me two arms two legs you very much get the idea that it's not you okay yeah and then it's gone what happened with maggie and perel maggie has like a haunted look in her eyes and Perel is crying. Oh, we're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. Perel is like okay. sad crying. Very yeah. sad crying. And he's trying to hide it now. He's trying to like wipe it away as fast as possible. But his <laughs> eyes are beet red. And Maggie's like ashen faced basically. But she's like, it's fine. We're good. We did it. Let's go. Okay. And Victor is like, you have, my- you have survived the trials and tribulations of the tunnel. And Vic continues running through the tunnel. Do we want to do a perilous journey for like the stretch? Yeah, I'd do it. Okay. We'll do navigate and scout ahead. We might not need to do manage provisions just yet unless we decide to make camp down here. So who's going to scout ahead and who's going to navigate? 
I'll scout because I'm staying at the front of the sled. Sounds good. Billy, maybe you should navigate. I don't feel great. Yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah, okay. So navigate is 2d6 plus intelligence and scout ahead is 2d6 plus wisdom. I have head beam moon eyes right Ooh. now. Ooh. Uh, nine. I also got nine. Okay. So yeah, Victor continues on through the tunnels, ripping ass fucking Mach 4. Mm-hmm. This wolf is hauling. And it's a confusing sight from behind because, like, you can't see him necessarily. Like, he will blend into the tunnel around him. Oh, yeah. But then you can't see past him. Right. So it just, you have no idea what's coming up. And then you enter into a cavern. The ice walls extend all around you in, like, oh, more yeah. jagged, less natural formations. Like, they were crushed. This area was crushed down over time. Whoa. But, but also in our minds, maybe it's like when you zoom out of the universe from the solar system really quick. Yeah, it's like totally. Galactic yeah. in here. Yeah. And the, mm. the way the light refracts, it's like glittering through the ice. So you're Ooh. just in an infinite field of stars. It must be so much brighter then. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Very bright. Cool. Tunnels off everywhere. Yeah. And I think the oppressive feeling of like the passage of time is yeah. like lifted mm. like w- as soon as the cavern becomes bigger. And you see... In like one uh, far away corner of this massive cavern, as if it was tossed aside, a keep, like a stone building, smashed into a corner of the cavern, grown into and over the walls, but like almost cast aside by the ravages of time. So it's an old building that was frozen into this cavern? Yeah, looks like. Bing pulls the um, the bell to stop the bus, <laughs> <laughs> and Vic screeches to a halt. We fly past him. Yeah, it takes a while for him to stop because yeah. he's going so fast. So slide. Yeah. Why have you stopped me? I'm running so fast. Have you been here before? This place. Yes. Pass through. What do you know of that building? That's me mimicking spitting like humans do when they hate things. You hate it. I hate it. It stinks of magic. <gasps> and Tuck starts running towards <laughs> Dibs. <laughs> Here I come. Dibs in a building. Perel shoves you. Yeah. Can I? Perel shoves against yes. Tuck, but gets pushed away. <laughs> Tuck is so steady. <laughs> no, Tuck, I want to see it first. Can I roll to get there first? Yeah, sure. 2d6 okay. plus uh, strength, I guess. Uh, 14? Oh yeah, you did. <laughs> Congratulations. And, and, and Perel did that to himself. <laughs> yeah. You got the 14 was Perel's own actions. Yeah. But you get there first. Congratulations. Everybody I gets there shortly after you. I start digging through it, trying to find something good before Whoa. anyone else does. Uh, so you're digging through. And as I hear people coming behind me, I go, get back. I'm going to roll discern realities. <laughs> yeah. Great. Great. Uh, nine. Nine. Okay. Tuck, you want to aid? And then we can no, it? I'm no. going to just roll discern realities by myself. <laughs> okay. Then you're going to wait. No. You're you're gonna wait. Eight. <laughs> Great, you did more poorly. So much chaos. If you'd helped Ving, that would have been a ten. <laughs> Can he say after the fact that he's helping you? Nope. Sorry, you made it very clear that you were not helping. When so I get- asked Tuck to help me look through here. He said, no, and he closes his eyes. <laughs> I pushed, no. I pushed Ving. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. All my street kid instincts kicked in because I saw a pile of garbage. Oh my God. 
So, well, also, Billy found that really cool knife. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Oh, I bet, I bet he's all triggered again because Billy found, like, the, the, knife. the knife of Rian <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> as well. It was Rian's right, knife, yeah. and then now we, I don't have the knife anymore because we gave it to fucking Cloud Piercer. Right. And then Billy's the only one that found anything fucking cool and at the- You stabbed me with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And now you're like, I want to find a cool knife. I want to find a cool knife and then maybe give it to Ving as an apology for stabbing him. <laughs> uh-huh. What's valuable or useful here? Magic. Something magic-y. It's gotta be. I mean, it does seem like Perel even is like approaching this place very warily. There's, there's, this is something, something terrible happened here. I want to go in this building. Uh, so the thing is, is that you can't really. Okay. You see a building, but there's chunks of snow and ice that are blocking the doorway. Okay. And Tuck, now that you're there and you're fucking, well, actually, what's your question? Oh, uh, what here is useful or valuable to me before Ving? <laughs> so you are... <laughs> fuck Ving. <laughs> you're really uh, digging your fucking way through. <laughs> and the partial success is because every time Ving walks up, I push... I go, get out of here. Get away. He <laughs> pushes on my arm where he stabbed me. Ow! <laughs> and then every, we get into a little fight, and then I'll give him a little... Pi- you know, a little pinch that you do on your, like, siblings that hurts so much just <laughs> oh, with yeah. your nails? Oh, yeah. I knee you in the balls. <laughs> so hard. It's so hard you hear them clack. <laughs> like it sounds like two pool balls smacking together. <laughs> Makes that little, the Chinese ball sound. Dong. Ding, ring, ring. Um, you start pulling away at stone and ice in this like c- collapsed gatehouse, <laughs> and uh, some of it falls away deeper into the ice. Oh, so you think that there are openings behind this that you could access, mm. but it would be very dangerous. Ooh, can I trap expert or should I let yeah, them finish? Yeah, no, trap expert is great. Should I let them finish discern realities? No, they finished. They only got one question each oh, because right. they decided to fight each other. Okay, so Billy's yeah. the only mature one in the group right now. <laughs> and Ming, I'm holding you responsible for this as well. <laughs> okay, 2d6 plus, I think, dexterity for trap expert? Yeah. Um, Seven plus two, nine. Nice. Is there a trap here? And if so, what activates it? So there is a trap in that it's very unstable right yeah and what activates it is not any current action it's fucking around too much in here so you could potentially get in you could find some stuff you could learn some things it's like ancient stone it could crumble okay it's kind of being held together by the ice Ice. that it's embedded in Yeah, yeah it's being held together by the fact that no one is fucked with it in god knows how long so the way in lies before you uh, Tuck has basically uncovered a hole okay. into the ice. And I go, guys, look, a hole. A hole. I found it. I found it. I, sl- I slip in. 2d6 plus dexterity to do it gracefully. I don't Hol- even touch the sides. I got Oof. 14. Whoa. Holy Zing shit. Right through. Boom. And you see the whole floor like, whoa. Oh, yeah. It glows with moonlight as you uh, illuminate a uh, really aggressively angled and collapsed stone fortification of some kind like this looks like it was made for practicality instead of art it's all like old heavy beams just stonework that was like chopped bricks out of like dark granite and then mortared together but at this jaunty angle in which everything that might have been in this room at one time has been like smashed down to a side and then half filled with ice and snow Hmm. Do I recognize anything? Can I discern realities or should I? Uh, yeah, go ahead and discern realities. Okay, I'd like to discern realities. Plus wisdom, I got seven. Seven, so one question. 
What here is valuable and useful to us? So in a very D&D dungeon way, you see through the ice that is sort of like frozen part of this place in time, a heavy iron banded wooden chest frozen in the ice. Cool. But then you also see shapes around it. Are they moving? No, absolutely not moving. How deep under the ice is the the chest? Pretty deep. It's like you can see it only because this ice is so clear. Yeah. It's okay. probably 15, 20 feet of ice. That deep? Yes. Wow. <laughs> yeah. He looks at his spear. He looks at the ice. He looks at his spear. I don't know. Remembers he can summon fire. Yeah, I guess I could manipulate it oh, into water. Yeah. Or even just a tunnel towards. I like it. I'm going to try it. Okay. Elemental mastery. Okay. Okay. I got eight. Okay. So you get one. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll, the uh, effect I desire comes to pass. Which is turning the ice to water so you can get the chest. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And uh, you turn the ice around the chest to water, reaching out before you, creating this like tube of liquid between you and the chest, which starts to like... It's kind of like stepping into um, Stargate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you you step through the water and uh, the chest also kind of floating up towards you a little bit. And you're able to grab it. But then you're like, as you're going back up the tunnel, you're like, man, I made this thing so roomy. Mm-hmm. Wait, did I make it this roomy? And then you realize all of the ice around you is turning to water. Uh, and this entire place is starting to just like fill with ice cold Arctic seawater. <gasps> Shit. And uh, Billy and Tuck, you and Maggie and Perel are standing around the entrance of this place. Tuck, confident, comfortable in the fact that you got here first. Um, <laughs> and Tuck is saying that he's like, I think we can all agree, regardless of what Ving is doing in there, I, I'm the one that got here first, so I have dibs on whatever's in there, because I said dibs when I got here. <laughs> I wonder what Ving's doing in the hole that I found. <laughs> so I let you know I found the hole. Yeah. Maggie, like, did you know that you found the hole? Yeah, yeah. I did. I did. You kept, you keep talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. But like, whose hole is it really? That's a good question. I can't remember who found this hole. It was me. Perel says, I found the hole. Guys, are you, are you fucking kidding me? Right. Perel, you did find the hole first. Thank you. Thank you so much. He starts shaking everybody's hands. Fuck this. You guys are being assholes right now. I found the hole first. Thank you for your support. I couldn't let my hand go. It was so awesome that you helped Perel dig the hole. I gonna, I am going, I'm, I'm going to fucking lose my mind at you guys. Perel, you're hole's gonna kill us all Ving says as he's coming in. yeah Ving pops his head up out of the hole as the ice around it starts to like melt and turn to water like a Whoa. seal coming out of a hole in the ice oh my god and Holy as, shit. as like the greater piece of ice like that the hole was adjacent to melts away a humanoid form is revealed <gasps> Whoa! grotesque kind of a blue gray crystalline growths all over its hands and its arms Whoa. revealing a twisted human form in ill-fitting armor massive hulking shape completely dead whoa and it, the water melt or the ice melts and reveals another and another <gasps> till there's like half a dozen of these creatures under the ice i grab ving and i pull him away from the melting ice yeah Here, i got you this slam down the huge chest <laughs> and tuck feels about two inches tall <laughs> right now <laughs> Uh, but then Fing says, I bet you feel two inches tall right now. <laughs> and and then Vic is like, 
truly the greatest way to be superior to other is kindness. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I thought this large brute was being superior by staking his claim and being violent, but this skinny, effeminate man (laughs) is still the Swinton of a person. (laughs) And the ice continues to melt, and uh, it's clear that the ice inside this gatehouse was holding it up in a way where as eventually the uh, the stones themselves begin to collapse in on this structure guys as per usual elemental mastery uh is just a name i do not have mastery over the elements we need to get the hell out of here elemental amateur so do we all like throw ourselves onto the, the the fur again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vic goes. You have failed, pathetic thing. <laughs> I knew you would, but it's time to go now because I am at risk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Tuck grabs the chest and he drags it back to the. What is that? And Tuck is like, it is another challenge to your strength, Vic. That is nothing. We <laughs> get on the fur. <laughs> also. You can keep calling me Victor if you want, I suppose. (laughs) Pathetic creature. (laughs) And he grabs the rope and starts running you back out of the tunnel. And you see as you turn around, like, one of these, like, humanoid hands, like, bob up out of the water. Oh, jeez. Before being dragged further down by the stone. And Victor continues on through the tunnel. Drags you along for the remainder of the day, basically. Mm Mm-hmm. But he eventually comes trotting to a halt. Says, I've made it to my destination in a day. <laughs> I'm sure you are impressed. Wow. Whoa. I'm I'm actually impressed. Thank you. I'm glad to hear that you have seen the things for what they are, my superiority. I wish you didn't have to say actually, but I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> actually was a little pointed, but okay. <laughs> And here we are at the Tower of the Wizard. Cool. He throws his head in the direction of, uh, like, it looks like a, a mouth of teeth, basically. Like, stalactites and stalagmites of ice flowing into each other, creating these bars. There's a gap in between some of them, but so narrow that, like, even Billy couldn't just fit through. <laughs> Billy, the widest of all of us. <laughs> I know, not, <laughs> not possible for Billy. <laughs> uh, and he goes... Our agreement has been fulfilled. I have brought you here. Now I will take my leave of you pathetic things. Please don't go. I must, though. I am cursed to be alone. Well, I'll be sad to see you go, I guess. What? No. Yeah, you're so soft. So cute. I, like, gingerly pet him. He, like, tenses up (laughs) when you reach out to touch him. Such fluffy ears. Maybe I will stay for a little bit, (laughs) but only because I am choosing to. I will wait outside the gate. Of course. And I choose leisure. I choose to lay down here on this ice and relax. And Tuck arranges the furs that we rode in on so that it's like kind of a comfy zone. And I was like, if you want to. I will. (laughs) But I'm because I'm taking it from you. Okay. Because of my superior powers. Sure, yeah. Oh, I wish I had this now. Oh, I bet you do, <laughs> pathetic cuck. All and, right. Jesus. 
I, it's a word I heard a long time ago from some trackers, and I've used it because it feels powerful. <laughs> and Tuck's like, okay, here's some jerky. I, jerky, eh? <laughs> okay. All right, I shall be here until I choose not to be. You're your own wolf. I am. And now I slumber. And he lays his head down, and you hear him start snoring right away. <laughs> and you're standing before this gate of ice. Perel is like walked up to it and put his hands on the ice. It's cold. So cold. And then Tuck's like, Maggie, you're the one that knows. Like, this is a mender vault, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a mender vault. Is this, do you know how to get in through this gate? Oh, um,. Uh- if I'm being honest, I just know about this vault. I've never actually been inside okay, What do you it. know about this vault? I know that this thing yes. is here. Ving says, I have an idea. He walks up and he goes, Lotholinola. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Yeah. What are you doing? I don't know. I was just making up some elf sounding <laughs> words. So what do you do? What do you do? You're like waving your hand? Yeah, wave my hand in front of it. Yeah. And he drakes his hand across the ice. It was like, the ice flows up into the ceiling. No way. Down into the floor. What? Did those words work? Ving's like, his eyes are really wide. And he's like, and then he turns around like, like, like real cocky pace. Like, shall we go in? Oh, looking for this, the entrance. We start walking in, but Tuck goes over to Ving as we're walking in. I'm like, what the fuck did that? I don't mean I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I just made up sounds. (laughs) Wow. And so Billy's like really impressed by being right now. Uh I didn't know you knew all this magic and stuff. Yeah, well, pretty, pretty, pretty knowledgeable of some stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Tell me about it. See, you don't always know what you know, you know, (laughs) until it comes to use. Whoa, that's so deep. And with this cocky explanation of a random happenstance, (laughs) uh, you enter into what is immediately clear to be hand-carved structures. Oh. You pass right through the gate into, like, a more squared-off hallway Hmm. with tapestries on the wall, a rug on the floor, and you see a room just beyond this hallway, and you know as you pass into this room that you have well and truly entered the tower of the wizard Adderneck Allwater. And that's where we're going to end it for this week. Uh, I've been your game master, Sean O'Hara. Joining me as always, playing Tacoma Dome, the Barbarian, Abdul Aziz. So long, everybody. Playing Ving, the half-elf druid, Paul Oppers. Take care. And playing Fat Billy, the halfling thief, Jessica Ty. Bye, everyone. Thank you to Aaron Reed for our intro and outro music, which you hear at the beginning and end of the show every single time without fail. You can find uh, all of Aaron's original music at aaronreed.bandcamp.com. Thank you to all of our supporters around the world supporting us on Patreon. If you would like to support the show and get access to a bonus game, uh, bonus audio content, art, gift boxes, and a whole whack of shit, check us out at patreon.com slash speltlore or speltlore.com slash money, please. And finally, thank you to all of you for listening. See you next time. And so ends the tale of Adventures 3 Who tried the best they can Though dumb and scared and lost they be For times abreast in revelry And though our journey may be like a conclusion We will not leave you without a resolution 
Turn next week to hear some more whilst you commute or do your chores. And for you, I'd gladly.